everyone. I'm Dr. Rachel Lupian. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Sparrow. Our climate is in crisis, and we all want to help, but we might not know how. We're talking to people who have figured out how to use their talents to combat climate change in the hopes that their journey might inspire your own. This is How We Got Here, because the Earth needs professional help. Hi everyone, Steph here. Just a quick note to say that we recorded this episode in mid-April. It is now August and I was supposed to edit this episode in mid-April, but um, little August Allen, my the newest member of our family, came a little earlier than expected. You might hear him grunting behind me now because he doesn't nap for more than 20 minutes at a time, but I haven't touched a computer in months, so I didn't edit it on time. Uh, it might actually work out better, the timing, because in this episode, Rachel and I are chatting about what we've learned during our first year and few years as new faculty. And with the fall semester right around the corner, um, if you're in the same positions we were, you might find what we say helpful. Or not. I don't know. But I hope everyone's summers I know baby are going as well as they can be. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Stephanie. Formal, full name. Yes. For the last episode of the season, we're going formal. (laughs) Well, I always just call you Rachel, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't really. I was called Loopy in in college. Oh. Yeah. That gels with what I have heard. With what you know about me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) With what I've heard. (laughs) With some stories I've heard recounted. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, I feel like. By you, like not oh. by other people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. heard from me about me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there was just an older. Um, there was an older Rachel. You know, that's one great oh. thing about moving to Denmark. There's not a lot of Rachels. Not a lot of Rachels. I'm really used to being one of many, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. What's like a common Big Rachel in, in a small Rachel pond? <laughs> What's a common Dutch girl's name? Danish, not Dutch. Danish, sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay, first of all, wait, no, wait, wait. I'm 39 <laughs> weeks pregnant, okay. and my brain isn't but also, working. you're like the literal 100th I, person. I know, I know. Say that to me, and that's fine. It's fine. But, but I Danish. know better. I know better. She knows. Is, I'm Listeners, upset at myself. She knows. Yeah. Fuck. We know We know that you knew. Also, Shit. did the listeners know? They didn't know. <laughs> no, they're probably like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. What is a common? Nah, I don't care about okay. what a common girl's name in Holland is. Yeah, who cares? Who, that? who cares? What about Denmark, <laughs> Danish? Um, so, in Danish, it is rumored, and I actually don't know if this is true, and it might have used to be true, but isn't anymore, that there is a list of names that babies oh. could be named. And so, Ooh. and I don't actually know if that's true. But it's like, there are very few names. As an outsider coming in, I feel like I email with four different Anderses and four different Surins and four different Metas just all day, every day. And so it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's A lot of Katrina, Trina, Action, a lot of Thomases. Yeah. We have two... uh, Thomas Hansons in the department. That's wild. Yeah, it is. A lot That's of mass. So M A D S pronounced just mass. Which brings me 
to it's my hard language to the good thing that's happening yeah. this week go <laughs> Is we, so we got this funded, but we're getting our, our mass spectrometer installed this week. I'm clapping. I'm I'm also clapping, and the reason that I thought of it is because it's a mass M-A-S-S spectrometer, but because we're in Denmark, I'm naming it mass M-A-D-S spectrometer. Very proud of that. Yes, I'm very proud of it. And you can't tell when I say it, and I will always call it an MS anyway, but I love now, it. Now, you all know that it's M-A-D-S spectrometer. <laughs> Look at She's puns in other languages. I just live for it. <laughs> it's, I mean, truly impressive. It really oh, love it. keeps you going. <laughs> <laughs> it really keeps you going. Yeah, maybe just me. How, how about you? You're 38? Yeah, 39, 39? on tomorrow. Oh, no, today, tomorrow. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, my brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> just counting. No, uh, I can talk about work good. I really only had work goods this week because I've given up so. <laughs> That's great because you've just chosen not to accept the bads anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. a great <laughs> state to be in. Uh, I turned in revisions for a paper before oh this baby God. came out. And one of my like favorite students showed me <laughs> his impression of me, which I'd never had a student to before. Go on. Um, and I had another professor there. And that professor was crying hysterically. Oh That's my how gosh. good that. Can you do an impression of the student doing an impression of you? Like, what were the highlights? I, I know. Uh, he said wild a lot, which I do all the time. <laughs> isn't wild. this wild? And then he said, this isn't a trick question a lot, which I say all the time to get uh. my students to say anything. And then he's like, and look at me. Here's another geology field trip I was on, which I show pictures of all you the time in class. You're like, I mean, yeah. that's great. It's like, look what you can like, do. How else am I going to understand superposition unless you see a picture of me in front of the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Have you been watching Love is Blind? I must No, but know. I hear it is mind-blowing right now. It the season is, finale was yesterday? Yeah, it's not a great show. And as a no. connoisseur of these horrible reality shows, no. it's not the best but yeah, this season nice. there is an engaged couple with the man is an environmental scientist and his fiance is named micah and i appreciate it and they never bring it up not i once. mean <laughs> that seems like everyone is just missing out they're missing out what <sighs> that's what i mean i was yeah. gonna say it's wild but then i'm catching it's myself. wild <laughs> it's wild it's wild you can say it that's why we oh. all love you <laughs> I wasn't if I didn't have my colleague there literally like in tears crying <laughs> over this impression of me I was like oh okay uh, it was very funny. funny though it was very uh, funny <sighs> you ready well, to talk about oh go yeah well I was just gonna do a bad and I'm happy to hear you don't Ooh. have any but no do a bad just we gotta give that balance just a little perspective and I had a paper rejected that's all uh, it sucks uh, just a pain of ass really it's just a pain it feels like i'm just behind a couple weeks it's just sex anyway that's all it happens to it does happen all the time i had a paper rejected after a year of back and forth i yeah like two revisions and then they were like we're deciding to not publish this so i guess but it sucks every way it sucks early it sucks late it sucks all the I way. I mean, I know you're right. It definitely sucks going through. I've had that as well. Two rounds of revisions, and Ugh. then I had it rejected, and then I appealed it, which oh, like yeah. I don't know. I've done before. I just yeah. tried, and yeah, they yeah. said what? yes, 
And then it went back out for review, and it got rejected again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just like, oh, my why didn't you just say no? Like, <laughs> uh, don't get my hopes up. Oh, oh my. It was just another, like, three months wasted. Of... Yeah, exactly. Anywho. No, we appealed it, too, and it did. One of them that I appealed, they were like, absolutely not. But yeah, another it one. It has to come from a, I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I know. I learned that. (laughs) I hear of people doing it all the time. And then this one, I also wanted to, like, write back to the editor. And it was, like, my senior co-author was, like, shh, shh, shh. No, no, no. Shh, shh. (laughs) You're done now. You're done. This doesn't work. We just move on. We just just move on now. It's super frustrating. The whole peer review process is such... So there was a paper that came out that was, like, people who review papers after they have coffee are, like, X times more likely to let it in than... You I mean, know, it's like grading like student papers too, oh, right? Yeah. Like there's similar studies of that. Yeah, I don't have my students put their names on their papers as a way to yeah, like right. unbiased. There are it. ways. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel. You're still just like if you're in a bad mood. I'm like, well, everything. it's also just like even if their names, it's like the order. Like there's studies showing yeah, the order like the that front you, gets harder, graded harder than yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was the other way. Oh, maybe oh, it balances out. I, I get know. easier because <laughs> I think I just get sadder the more I read how. <laughs> You have a better idea of, like, what the average is or whatever. Anyway, okay, so today. Everything's fun. Everything's so fun. Mass spectrometer, that's the best. But (laughs) M-A-D-S. Mass, mass, mass. So last season, at the end, we talked about, like, how... What did we talk about? Like, how we were applying, like, applying for faculty position. Job interviews, the whole process, some tips, although people have varying tips, to be completely honest. But I think it was our most listened to episode. So we're going to try to do a similar, yeah, still is. Um, Listen to the rest of the episodes, guys. Come on. We're going to do a similar thing (laughs) where we talk about, like, what comes next. Now, you get the position what are sort of the the ins and outs? What do you what should you know about? It's not all uh, the grass is greener on the other side. So or it is all the grass is greener on the other side. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. What do you want to start with? Do you want to just like being in a place where you're not comfortable that you haven't yeah. built up years of like right? And like goodwill. I feel like. Especially if you're coming from, yeah, Goodwill, right? If, if you're coming from a postdoc position, for me at least, I took maybe a year to feel comfortable, like, in that position, like... Oh my god, yeah. In the lab, and... Yeah. I don't know, it, it's sort of this feeling where you, you get there and you're, you're supposed to know things, and that's hard. It's hard to navigate, and then it, it just happens all over again, but sort of... Yeah on steroids (laughs) yeah I as a postdoc I felt good my third year when I was leaving and now my I'm in year four my admin coordinator is like you can't keep saying you're new yeah I have now been here for about eight months and I literally two days ago called my co uh, my colleague because I was lost in the basement (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like eight months i mean granted our buildings are extremely confusing but it was very embarrassing i mean i was i was lost that's pretty funny yeah well the other thing i would say to that though is like my admin coordinator is she has so much 
institution first of all yeah. there are just people who suck and like treat staff as less than which i hate in general it's but like your admin no coordinator is the most essential person yeah to like know and befriend and get on your side yeah and they're often delightful and they have all the hot goss which i love oh, we like yeah we like the hot goss but like i think if i were I'm still asking her, like, the other day she had to slack me a page that she slacked me, like, she's like, it is right here. Can you bookmark this? But she said it in a nice way. Oh, that's Um, nice, yes. Yeah. And, but I don't know. I just feel like they are your go-to person. Yes. Treat them like people because they're, it's just mostly older people, older faculty. But you see them treat admin coordinators so shittily. You're just like, what is What's happening here? In in my case, also the admin staff has been amazing, but also the lab staff. I mean, we well, have lab staff, yeah. Right. So, well, it's a different system, but yeah. Right. Or well, and I mean, in departments at your university, yeah. I'm sure there's a like a that's true. I'm in a manager. four person department. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, it's just they're so insanely helpful, and it is so helpful to be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's also like literally you should just be nice. treat people nicely. Like, yes, but yeah, I um, think that's all just to say, like, Rachel's I'm there, I'm still early career ish, but four years I still feel lost, and Rachel's right. like in it because you're yeah. only been there eight months, so you are literally getting lost in a base. Yeah, <laughs> and I also like, I mean, a lot of my a lot of my job so far has been setting up this lab. And it is, like, just about, like, I can taste it now, but I truly thought it would be ready in (laughs) two months. Like, I don't know what I I was thinking. I mean, like, I do remember you saying so much time. And you know what's funny? I do remember this, Rachel. You were like, I'm not going to be like those other faculty that take a year to set up their lab. No, no, And I don't think it's, like, it's just delivery times alone. I mean, it's crazy how things add up. And then... This new position, it's all on top of... Yes. I mean, I am so lucky, so, so lucky, although I did, you know, I chose this job as well. It's not like I, it's been just granted to me, but I am so lucky that I haven't been teaching, and I won't teach for a whole year, and so I really, it's it's been it's given me the time and space to to focus on setting up a lab and yet it is still eight eight months in and it's not done well and i think that's what's so i remember as a postdoc people just being like you don't know how much free time that you have right now i mean they were wrong they were not wrong no they're not wrong and i find myself now i mean saying it a bit nicer but (laughs) trying to say it nicer and trying not to say it all the time but yeah i i I don't think yeah there are so many other responsibilities that you just don't see also um and i think a lot of the that like committee work and and teaching especially like i have been spared thus far but you chose next year my time will come (laughs) but also that also speaks to like your first year experience is going to depend on the type of institution you're at you're at a primarily research institution yeah and i'm at a small liberal arts or school that pretends to be a small liberal arts college (laughs) and it is what it is uh and so i like have a three two teaching load every 
Yeah, sure. right. And but I don't have to set up a lab, right? There are trade-offs. Yeah, it's totally, it, there are trade-offs completely. Yeah. I mean, but it's crazy. Like, I didn't think I'd, I'd find myself on the phone for many minutes with people who I can't understand very well <laughs> talking name about math. the name mass, talking about the conversion of um, different uh, gas line connectors, like for hours on it. I mean, really, like it takes so much time and you uh, we're trained as scientists, right? Like I'm a paleoclimatologist. Right. I know yeah. about that. <laughs> I tried no. to absorb as much of the sort of instrument knowledge as I could, yeah. especially when I was a postdoc. But now it's like, it's logistics. It's, it's literally like gas I lines. A, <laughs> I have a question. And yeah. this might be, okay, so based on your experience as a postdoc in the States, do you know if your, like, your PIs there, your advisors, they had to do the same insane work or did someone else they said this is this is the black box i need and someone else helped help them set up those I think, like i think i have a lot more assistance here than oh okay yeah okay I, I do i mean i am able to forward a okay um a preparation checklist for the instrument i can forward yeah. that to somebody and they can tell you we what talk about it and we go to yeah. the lab and look at things and we measure things together but and but it's really nice to have somebody. Whereas, like people in the U.S. Yeah. and of course, as you said, it totally you know it varies completely Very by lots of yeah by type of institution, but also just a given scenario, the type Personal, of lab work yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I know people that have designed and they have an empty lab. They're like, this is going to be your lab, and then you have to literally design it and like figure it out. You have to think about air handling, that kind of thing. I yeah, don't, yeah, I yeah. haven't like, had to think where about. Where are you putting the vents kind of thing. Right, exactly. And you become a designer and an engineer, and you just want to finish up that postdoc paper that uh-huh. just got rejected. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, those postdoc papers. I finished up my postdoc <laughs> papers two years in, I think. To I mean, my... this is my first one. Yeah. That just got rejected. Like, I, yeah. I mean, and I also have an ongoing, a huge ongoing project Project. still back in the U.S. And that's also been very difficult to navigate. But I'm actually going back to that institution for a whole month next month so that I, yeah. To finish up. Well, to, like, continue. I mean, it's an NSF grant that still has, like, two years on it. It's, so there's, it's a multifaceted role uh, do you have any advice as someone who only moved like 600 miles south and hates it? <laughs> <I mean. laughs> to be fair, it hates me back that my voice is because of these allergies. Oh, uh, just uh, pollen everywhere. Oh my god. Do you, it uh, is like a, 40 degrees here if that makes you feel that's any better. That's the dream better. for me. Okay, that never is mind. a truly <laughs> dream. I like, I had to teach uh, a generalist species versus uh, specialist species in lab in class this yeah. week and I was like I am not a generalist I yeah, have like, a very I am a specialist niche, so... and it is yeah. cold <laughs> yeah and I moved the opposite direction that I should live yeah, uh, but do you I, have I don't mind it the cold I... or moving away the to cold... moving to Europe oh well well I don't mind <laughs> that either I mean yeah I mean it was a it seems still seems insane <laughs> that we just like wake up in Denmark every day it's still and of course in a year it'll feel different but 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I, as usual, have to appreciate my fortune that I could move here with a partner who was very yeah. supportive of that move and excited for that move and found a job within a couple months of moving here. Yeah. So, you know, there's all sorts of things, but people are, have been super welcoming and uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, again, like connecting with those admin people and the, yeah. the university here had an amazing international office and just asking like the dumbest questions to them in a very nice way is usually fine. Yeah. <laughs> it goes fine. So and you're, It yeah. sounds like the institution supported not only you, but Greg a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I think I'm in a lucky scenario where my partner is not in academia right, and right, right. not only not in academia, but not in like the same subfield. A lot of people right. struggle with that. Um, and I, I do know that here the, these like um, spousal hires and, and things like that, even short term are not as common as in the U S right. I think the conversation about that is, and frankly a lot of other things to do with equity and and yeah. inclusivity and that kind of thing are a lot further along in the u.s to which be is really saying fair. something <laughs> <laughs> it is saying something but i think yeah oh i it's, believe it. so that that's actually been kind of a struggle here um just that is actually one of the biggest like culture shock things that i've experienced and i don't think we need to get into it but um there are, are so many things that are uncovered through time, right? Right, so, right, right, right. But we just started a, a little women in geosciences wings group. You just in our, started in our, it, not we. It's like you. Well, we, you me and others. I, I was okay. not alone at oh, all, but okay. Okay. but um, it's been nice so far. So That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Here we have committees on committees on committees on... Diversity, equity, yes. inclusion, and belonging. That is not the case here. Yeah. And spousal <laughs> hires are a little bit easier to... At my one institution, there are some places where they just won't give you it. I mean, I think I'll name Dartmouth because it was wild. I think you have to be there. Wild. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> no. Right. If you're listening. Uh, I feel like you have to either get tenure there or be there a certain amount of years before they would consider a spousal hire. Not that Oof. I have a spouse in academia either, but mm. the, the crazier thing about that college is it's not, it's not like you're in Massachusetts. It's not like you're in New York. It's not like you're in these places that are right. these like hubs of academia. You're in the and, middle of nowhere. Well, and that's, I mean, there's four universities in Denmark. I mean, there's other types right. of right. universities, but there really are four main universities. And yeah. yeah, people are like, if you're Danish, I want to stay in Denmark. Yeah. There's like, not really not a lot she can do yeah and then every so, so was... often an american comes in and takes your job well that's that has been implied i mean oh, really oh my god oh I'm yeah so oh no i know and i and i don't feel i don't think <laughs> that is not the overwhelming sentiment no i know all. i know but yeah i mean dealing with things oh, yeah, like that sure. yes i believe it I believe it's a, it. I mean, we have a very international department as well. Yeah, it's a very famous university. Is it? Yeah, I think so. People, yeah. I don't know. There's also a big you study abroad program. Here. Yeah, I know. And my kids all want to study at Aarhus, actually. Because there's a really great study abroad program there. Oh, yeah. It's the Wait. hardest for my kids to get into. Yeah, my students. Wait, come. We should talk about this. 
Okay. We're trying to we'll get talk. more um, master's students as well from the oh. U.S. It would be fantastic. Oh. Send them here. Oh. Everyone yeah. send them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. Uh, did they pay for you to move? They... Whew. It's complicated. But, yeah, I mean, this is, like, just yet another, like, sort of thing to deal with and thing that, like, takes up more of your time away from being a scientist. Um, yeah. They did, and... They paid for some of it, and some came from the university. I negotiated for some from the department, um, but it was probably covered half. And then the moving expenses is one thing, but then when you move to another country, you have to go through many pros- steps yeah. to to you, become you a resident and that yeah. kind of thing, and that and for your spouse, and that is expensive, and that is harder to cover but oh and then <laughs> i i think everyone knows that like taxes are very high in this country and high quality similar, of life i hear yeah, yeah right yeah, so yeah. like sh- i'm happy about that but then when you get moving expenses <laughs> those are also taxed at about 50 oh, percent really? so th- didn't expect that to happen <laughs> just cultural differences how was your how when you moved I mean, they, I think it's more common in the U.S. that they, I think they have more freedom to sort yes, of offer they do. these things too. And I'm realizing we're talking from a position where we've both been at like pretty good schools with large endowments. Um, but I think, yeah, I negotiated that back in the process. Like when right. I was getting hired for a job, I was like, you have to pay for some of this. And yeah, just because moving from. It's extremely expensive. Moving from New Hampshire to Virginia. And like we were in a, a very small apartment in New Hampshire. Five grand. Easy. Easy. Oh, so yeah. Cannot imagine moving to no. them. Well, and it was also like there's all these sort of incidental costs, like my spouse not having an income for yeah three month, two or three months. Like there's just that kind of thing that that adds up a lot. And again, very fortunate to be able to make that make that leap have the faith in the international office that, and they did help him so much to find a job. So. Thanks, Marie and, I, and Lisa. Oh, thank them. And I do think it's <laughs> funny when people talk about the two-body problem for people who are, like, only in academia. Like, we both still have... Our, our spouses still have... Like, yes, they were more flexible, but, like... Yeah. They still well, need jobs, and they need to be right. willing to move to wherever the hell you wanted to move to right. or didn't and just said you were yeah. going to move to. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're so nice. <laughs> we got good ones. We got yeah, good ones. that's true. Um, I think, and this came up a little bit too, just like anxiety and feeling like you had to hit the ground running when you got to your new place. Yeah. I think, I mean, in my perspective, I think I sort of, uh, I, I accepted the position or I found out I got the position long before I arrived. And I think there was sort of this like energy about Mm my arrival and I think yeah it was sort of very nice and exciting that like colleagues and admin staff were like excited to welcome me but it also sort of added more pressure in a way Um, and I still feel yeah so that's something that like that's another reason why the lab taking also eight months as we know is like not actually that long but no not at all but it feels like it yeah, it feels like it. And then honestly, once it's set up, like, because I haven't been teaching, I also have not recruited bachelor's and master's students to yeah. work in the lab. I don't have funding 
to hire PhD students and postdocs. I had like one big grant get far and not accepted in the end. Right. So it's just, yeah, yeah, keeping things in perspective and talking about talking to other people about their timelines also is super helpful. And that's yet another reason why we do this podcast and are talking about it now. Right. I think your first year, you just got to be like, I got to get through it. Like, yeah. I just need to make it through. I'm serious. I mean, like, convince put them my that <laughs> you're yeah. not an idiot. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just be like, I have some semblance of my shit together and I'm going to continue to get my shit together. You're um, too upset that you hired me. <laughs> no, exactly. But I think yeah. that's what it, I think. And like you coming out with like an okay, like mental health perspective too, where you're not putting and giving yourself grace to be like, I just got here. And I think what you said earlier about a postdoc. I need to remember that too. Like even in grad school, it took me two or three years to feel like, okay, I have my feet under me as a postdoc. It took me two years to be like, okay, I feel comfortable in this place. So I think just remembering that. And like, if you're like a whiz kid, great. But if you're not, don't tell me about it. I don't, or like, if you are, don't tell me about it. We don't talk to people like that anyway. No, some of our (laughs) friends are and they're delightful. Oh, of course. But but not ones that would like say that. (laughs) No, exactly. That's how our friends are from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, and I think it's, I think just remembering that, like, you are new at this, you have so many more responsibilities, yeah. and that goes back to also when we're, when we're talking about looking for jobs, like, really making sure your department is supportive, like, you didn't have right. to teach, right? Yeah. Like, that was a big part of making you feel comfortable. When I first got here, they, they, like, rigged my class, <laughs> so I was teaching a two <laughs> instead of a three. And it yeah. was all geography, environmental studies majors, right. so the kids were actually interested in it. Right, right. It Let me like tell you, I'm teaching an intro into class. The... <laughs> yeah, into the wild, into the wild again. The uh, yeah. Which I am right now, and it is a day. so just. But you're like that you much have. more equipped to handle it now. Than yeah, you were. exactly. Yeah, totally. But you have a department that's supportive of supporting you and giving you that that year. Yeah. I will say that not all are treated equally. And as oh, it seems, that. and I yeah. think it's just such a different system. But again, like so many people are moving from, they, they're Danish. So they want to be yeah. in Denmark. They want to be near the family. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. totally yeah. Oh, yeah. makes sense and is normal, but it ends up being that it's just totally different in the U S when you get your PhD, there's such a slim chance that you would be a professor in that department. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. like oh, you, none. and you know that. I mean, but, yeah. but here because it's just such because a there's only four universities, such a small country. Yeah, and there's so many. There are only so many labs and whatever that like it actually does end up that a lot of people have been at the university for a very long time. Maybe they went away for a postdoc to somewhere else and came back. But right, um, I think, uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, a lot of people are more burdened with responsibilities if they've already been there for a right, while, even in a different you position. More. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I again, that. am like, know that I'm very fortunate in this sort of outsider coming in and claiming the newbie card, I mean, getting lost in the basement. Maybe yeah. I wasn't really lost in the basement. This is a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no, I was very lost. <laughs> Okay, our build we have three connected buildings that uh-huh. are like askew laterally and vertically. Um picture like an MC Escher painting. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, there's yeah. elevators that connect that are like in the middle. 
Do they, and they move aren't horizontally? Labeled very well. They move diagonal. No, I'm just kidding. It's just it's actually so confusing. Anyway, I like yeah. out, honestly, I like look out a window and I'm like, I'm not really sure what direction that is. I mean, that's <laughs> where is where is north? Yeah. Um, I did just, my campus is very, 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 very small and easy to navigate. And mm-hmm. I, in Google Maps on Friday, had never been to a building before. I was like, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Pull out a map. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, so you haven't had to teach yet and you're waiting to mentor. Yeah. Which is, I, it's a bit disappointing for me, but. Yeah. It's just how it is. I mean, and I've talked to plenty of other people who oh, are yeah. like, yeah, I didn't get a master's student till I was a third year professor just because you don't, Oh, they don't know yeah. you. And the, it's, in yes, your you have own, to build up a reputation. It, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's also so <laughs> different because the students come in sort of like as a block and stay in that education the whole time. Mm. And so you really, it's like, you have to get to know them as first years, and then by the time that they're fourth years, they want to work with you. <laughs> so yeah, it, really yeah, does, yeah. it can take a long time, but anyway, hoping that that will come so that we can generate some new data, and it'll be great. It'll be great. I was mostly saying that to talk about oh, sorry. new, new now wasn't yeah to talk about new job functions. No, yeah, I felt that way. Right. No, I felt that way too. Like uh, undergrad research is huge at my institution. Yeah, right. And just like getting your name out there to be like, do you want to come do my thing? And yeah. like in my department, I'm way more computationally heavy than anybody else. So like the students that are in my department aren't right. necessarily the ones that like care what I do. So yeah. or like come with the skill set. So it's a little. I, I think I also have that struggle where the lab work I do is pretty involved. And so these right. sort of short term projects are pretty difficult to yeah. get into at that level. Yeah. But there are ways. And yeah. But yes, new job functions. It seems like the jump from postdoc to assistant professor will be teaching. And that's kind of it maybe like I don't oh, know but it's what just... a delightful naive yeah right <laughs> no I mean that's speaking for my own like oh I'll yeah. teach but I can just keep doing research but it's yeah. actually I mean a lot a lot of my time is spent writing proposals I'm sure it is for you and I think especially people well soft money institutions for sure oh, yeah our what then, yeah our ones it's all and research institutions like there's yeah. a lot of pressure from above that you just do not see as a postdoc also. There's a lot of pressure on the department chair who's getting pressure on, from the deans yeah. to write more proposals, to How have more How much money is PhD your department bringing in? And, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> my postdoc just got hired at an R1. Congrats. Uh, yes. <laughs> She's so funny. She saw like what... <laughs> I don't think she minds me saying this. She saw, like, the life I led here, and she's like, I don't want that. <laughs> she loves research, and she's, like, yeah, a phenomenal I... researcher. But I was just thinking, she didn't even start yet, and her department was like, you should apply for these two proposals. Oh, yeah. And she, like, I applied hasn't for started. A pro- uh, that big yeah. proposal. Like, that was yeah. all before I started. Yeah. And um, yeah. I don't think that's ne- as required, but, like, the earlier you start, I mean, it's just... It's so much. And that's on top of finishing up your lab work as a postdoc mm-hmm. because you're going to leave that lab and not have a lab or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. of course, writing papers, which 
if you're a postdoc listening to this, you already know that that's, that's, that transition from PhD to postdoc is similar in that you have to balance the writing up past projects while starting new ones and analyzing data for new ones and whatever. So that yeah. doesn't stop. <laughs> and I, I, we had my first like big grant, I had a postdoc and a postdoc and mentoring. I mean, like I, I, asked for a postdoc specifically because I was like they'll know what they're doing right it still takes up a lot of time and like we're good colleagues now and it was like a really good experience but you have to there's weekly meetings at least there's check-ins all the time like this is just a small part of your day your success yeah Yeah. and then when they like I remember when her first paper didn't get rejected it got put to a lower they're like, okay, not this tier, but what about yeah, the yeah. others? You take that on on yourself. Yeah. Um, and then if you have undergrads, they need the most hand-holding. Yeah. Even the best undergrads need hand-holding. Yeah. And, I mean, like, their... I signed up for it, right? Yeah. But, like, it takes a lot I know. of my, your time. My closest colleague is a few years, like, five years ahead of me. Like, he's applying for tenure now. and Yeah. I look at his calendar because we share calendars on Microsoft Teams. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. so full with just, yeah, weekly meetings with so many different people adds up so much. Yeah. My yeah. postdoc advisor was, I saw him do this and I can never be this person, but he was so effective <laughs> at it. He, he, on his calendar, he blocked out times that were just yeah. his, right? And it was, I think, I a very good move too. and I wish I could, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, me and you, I think, are similar in our email. I know oh, some, people, it, some people some people spend hours on email. No, I actually, I think. Okay. I mean, a, we both do I it, think so it's obviously it's a good way it to deal it. with the many emails that we get, <laughs> which is responding to them immediately. Immediately. And just not, like, it's like, I don't have the time to think about something for an hour and then reply yeah. and maybe forget to reply and then flag it in the boat. Like, I actually think that takes up more time in the long run. But it also means that you're distracted constantly. <laughs> or I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I think we both maybe have a little bit of ADHD, but it works for us. <laughs> like inbox zero by Friday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I don't respond to an email immediately, it's never getting responded yeah, to. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. And uh, the other thing I will <laughs> say is if you are teaching, your first year of teaching, which is why I said just get by, is going to yeah. eat you alive. You just can't I, be the perfect... No. Oh, God, no. And the other thing I would say is ask people who you know that have taught those classes for their materials. They're nice. Yeah. (laughs) Don't reinvent the wheel. You can, over time, adjust your classes. But, like, you're going to spend so much time just getting an hour's worth of material together. Like, if you know somebody who's already taught this class, like, what book do you use? Can I see your syllabus? Do you mind sharing slides? Anyone yeah. who asked me for that, I'm like, take all of Ooh, my please. stuff. I don't yeah, want yeah. you to waste your time. And then, like, tell me it's shit. Use it. You do whatever you need to right. it. But, like, send it a back baseline. to me. Better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your adjustment. Yeah, right. What, what in-class activity did you yeah. do? Oh, that sounds great. But, like. I remember, I remember my PhD advisor saying it, that when you start a class, it takes eight hours yeah. of prep for one hour. Of, I'm like, What? Because you just don't even know where to start, yeah. right? You're, Wild. like, culling all this information. Yeah. I have no problem sending emails to people I don't even know that I've just seen their syllabus online. They're like, wow, this class is interesting. Can yeah. I, like, get more info? And usually people are like, absolutely. 
Like, I put this I work into it. I am honored to yeah. receive this email. Yeah. And I would say just, and cut yourself some slack with teaching too. Sometimes those uh, teaching emails can be a fun read. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. And I have no tips. <laughs> um, my department chair told me this first story when I was doing my first teaching emails and he had just gotten tenure. And he literally had an email that said, how did you give this guy tenure? <gasps> <laughs> He's a very good teacher. It hurts. <laughs> he won, like, Virginia Educator of the Year last year. But oh, you know, my God. Um, but they were like, this guy did not deserve tenure. So you got to take all that stuff with a grain of salt, I think. Jeez, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. teaching take I don't know. It's finding that balance between mentoring and teaching and proposals finishing up postdoc work, writing. That's why I'm just like, literally, just be, if, you, if you're if you still a person that first year, there's st- eventually you'll add on service. Right. Um, yeah. There's all that stuff. It's a lot of new new job functions, right? Like, yeah. it's a lot, of, a lot of new, and I think the more you just force people to join a peer networking... <laughs> They're um, yeah. mentoring, sort of. Yeah. Just ask your friends who are three years older than you or whatever, ahead of you in the, in their career, and it makes things a lot easier. Don't but be afraid to ask questions. That's right. Just That's ask right. the, oh, my God. There's, like, literally no time to feel <laughs> like yeah. you're asking a stupid question. No. Exactly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to have kids pre-tenure, you do you. I did, and it's been great. <laughs> and Rachel and I have a bullet on here called having a family. I have no real advice. I know I like ta- I burnt out real hard the first semester I was back after I had Theodore. And after that I've been a lot better about a work life balance, but it took mm-hmm. it took gaining twenty pounds that I had lost after the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh and literally like crying myself, like working like eighty. But we're in a much better place now. And that was just because I could have said no to things, and right. I did not. Yeah. And hey, I do remember. That's a tip. I will say, say no. <laughs> say no. Well, they're too funny. So when they first, when someone first found out I was having a child, and I was so grateful Chris was there to witness this. Oh. Um, but they said, "Oh, I heard you're pregnant," and I was like, "Yeah." And the f- next question out of their mouth, and pretend near. Don't let anyone dictate your timeline <laughs> about anything. Screw that. That's that's uh, yeah. my like advice number one. You do. There was someone, and I distinctly remember this in grad school, there's a famous professor in, uh, not, he wasn't in geology, he was in EEB, but I remember him saying, I'm going to do this my way, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to do work on my own schedule, and if I don't get tenure, I, at least I did it my way. And it was yeah. a very white male thing and to say, but like, take that energy in. <laughs> yeah, you do, yeah. you do. You can always, yeah. there are other jobs out there. Um, but it is not... There are some good things about the flexibility of academia. I yeah. can, if Theo's sick, I just stay home with him. Yeah, work from it's home great. day. Yep. Or, uh, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But there are also all those things that we we're talking about, all these new job functions that you didn't have as a postdoc. Right. Do add up, and you need to, I would just say, always advocate for yourself and what you need. And say, yeah. no, I don't have the capacity for this right now. Yeah. Nothing is going to really... Change capacity in the long is a run. good a good word to use when you're saying no to something. Yeah, so I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the capacity. Yeah. I've learned how to say no. <laughs> so, not today. No. Um, 
Yeah. I guess we should talk about what's good about these jobs that we have. I mean, I still love it. And I know maybe we're different in that way. No, there are days where I'm like, okay, and there are you said days you didn't where have I'm like, any bads. Look at my week. Look at my week. No bads. When yeah. your student comes in doing a pretty spot on impression of you, it's very flattering. That's great. That's very yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the flexibility is huge, but also just like freedom of thought. Is that like. Yeah, that's the thing. It sounds kind of philosophical, but actually, like, I can, I can, I mean, I don't have to, I think we're talking about flexibility and schedule of, like, literally, you don't need to sit there nine to five, but it's also, like, you get to choose what you're doing with your time a lot of the time, I mean, for a chunk of that time, and I think it's great. You can talk to your very nice colleagues, because the further along in research you get, the more you say no to people you just don't want to work. Don't want to talk to. Yeah, I think that's legitimate. Choosing nice collaborators, great tip. Yeah. Um, always, so yeah, always pick like, people you want to work with. That's exactly. So and you can uh, like start a yeah. club for women in science. You can start a podcast with your friend. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that. Um, yeah, yeah, we get to just like we get to joy. travel to a lot of cool places. I feel like yeah. the two of us do. I'm going to Vienna in a week. Ugh. 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 Austria. Rome later. I mean, that's a good, that's a benefit of moving to Europe is that Europe is much Everything closer is now. so close. <laughs> the rest I was complaining of about very close. <laughs> DC, which is 90 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and what's, Chris says this all the time too, because I've never had a real boss. He's like, I don't know how well you, I mean, like, right. small no, it's like true. a, but he's like, I don't think. Because I talk a big talk about applying to jobs. Like, I don't know if you would do how you would do in a real environment where you have to like ask for paid yeah, like, time off and like do all this other right, stuff. Right, right. You like report to somebody, and we right. don't. And, we don't really report. I mean, at times you do, but uh, yeah, it's it's a freedom of. I don't know. When you're talking about freedom, it's like if I disagree with you, I'm just not going to do the thing, right? You're just you don't have to like push back or do right. an idea that you think is annoying because somebody else told you to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's all very, very, very true. <laughs> like Some of it. it's rewarding when my students are all also getting like jobs right now, and like yeah. I had one student that just got a big internship in that geo, and she just got the phone, cool. she's shaking, and it was like. <laughs> I was like, ugh, I guess there's a reason. Boom. <laughs> oh, seeing T succeed is great, I guess. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. They're one, yeah. It's I the also, end of the semester, yeah. so everyone, every, all the vibes are mostly positive right now. Yeah, yeah. I also do. I mean, I really like my colleagues, and I totally, like, there's other yeah. environments that that might not be the case, but, like, I do really like going into work, and I have, like, a research group but then we have like oh yeah, yeah we just have like groups we break for coffee and cake i mean maybe that's a denmark thing in brazil there was always cafe zinha you oh. got your little coffee at like oh i might noon go to brazil yeah. also oh December. anyway yeah that's well yeah I travel. i'm already tired no. thinking about this much travel but that's also fine <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot it is a lot yeah um, yeah, there. When I haven't been to a conference in a while, I'm excited for it. But if it's like conference season, I'm like, yeah. Uh. But we get yeah. to see our friends at conferences all the time. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's actually by people. Yeah. What? That's actually moving to Europe. Like, it's I, I'm going to EGU, the 
oh, European yeah. Geophysical Union. I mean, the sort of counterpart to AGU that we've mentioned. And I just know way fewer people. And yeah. so I'm more nervous about it. I'm like, I don't because know. You're, you're... I mean, it's a city I've never been to before, which is very exciting theoretically and why I totally signed up as fast as I possibly could. Now that yeah. it's a week away, I'm like, ugh. Do you have a talker poster? Talk. Oh, I already mentioned this on the podcast at some point, but my university has a, po- a fabric poster printer, and that oh my is gosh, yes, all I do. care about. <laughs> Hold that baby up, yeah, put it in, no poster I do have a talk, so I don't have to make a po- I do hate making posters, designing them and stuff, but... <sighs> uh, we've also, we talked about this before, but, anyway. but you're... I've never seen someone thrive at a conference the way you thrive at a conference. I do thrive at a conference, it's true. Oh. That's true. Anyway, should do we? What are like wrap ups here? Like, what are our big takeaways? You're gonna feel lost for it for the first at yeah, least. Yeah, like don't the first feel year. bad, right? Yeah, like other people struggle in the exact same ways, right? Yeah, everyone. and like I, I think in this very specific position, like there's so much build up to the application and the okay. interview and all right. this, and then you accept it. And it's so exciting, and then. It's maybe not as exciting. <laughs> it's like a, that Arrested Development, like her. That's what I think. Yeah, her. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, we, we actually just had an assistant professor leave, like yep. quit and go work for our industry. And oh, 100%. everyone is like, I mean, I'm on the team of like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> good for that part. They were unhappy. Like, Yeah, you do what you got to do. You do what You're... you got to do. And a lot of other people are like, shocked i mean like truly like but oh, this is it this is the pinnacle we've worked and this hard we did, we did it and i am here to tell you that that's not i just don't subscribe to that but no and but there I, is I, so I, much build up to it that and i, I do get wish and i think the cultures change a little bit in grad school to be like academia is not the only so thing too. Yeah, and there's a I lot of there's... good groups on facebook called like the professors out and all these things to <laughs> yeah. talk to people who because i think you're exactly right everyone you have this like comfort this what is it called selection bias when you go to grad school mm, yeah oh, and everyone's absolutely. like this is it and you're like no there's other stuff out there like this be happy it. first yeah right i complain but, a lot but that's how that's me but it's also very possible to be happy in the in the yeah. um, in the position and i think it's right it's like being okay giving yourself grace in this position for your first yeah. year asking the questions you need to ask befriending can we say first people- four years First four years. Oh, 100%. Oh, my, if my okay, admin great. coordinator listens to this, she's like, how dare you say you're one? You still ask me the same question you asked me, like, day one of this university. Um, yeah. The first... No, it's true. Like, until... Yeah. Maybe until I have a few older colleagues who've gotten tenure now, and now I sort of see them chilling out. But yeah. they... Only then, right? Like, I don't know. Just, you're going to set up a lab. going to take time. Yeah. You're going to have to figure out your own way to learn how to say no. It's not always easy. Yeah. But I think if you find that department, like Rachel's saying, where you're like excited to go in and talk to people. Yeah, oh yeah. That's it's big. like huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Don't so let anyone dictate your... everyone. <laughs> I mean, I know I gotta get that. And I would also say as right, don't let anyone dictate when you should or should not have if you want to have children. Yeah. Don't let anyone dictate that nonsense. Like don't be like, Oh, I have I to totally wait till agree. tenure. Because yeah. God knows I what your body's doing. I honestly don't really understand that, but like but I, I know a lot of women who do yeah right and like right. you do like that's your like whatever but the advice I got and this is like 
uh, maybe outdated. I have no idea. But oh, go. Th- I keep this in my mind, which yeah. is whenever you do get pregnant or go through the process of yeah. having a baby. If you want to have kids and are lucky enough to be fertile, like there's right. so many fucking things that go into there's that. There's so yeah. many things. Yeah. That's another bug. Um, yeah. You then have nine months to like have a plan, right? Yeah. Like, oh. it's. It's 100%. not, and that's, that actually makes me as someone who yeah. is thinking about it and does not yeah. have kids, like yeah. that lets me take a deep breath, right? Yeah. Like a sigh of relief. So, oh, I set up this whole class, so I'm not teaching next week. It's all guest lectures and final presentations. Oh. I was like, I could have, wait, could I tell you my bad from this week? That I didn't <laughs> oh, about you have this? one now. Yeah, let's end with well, your bad. <laughs> my cat just came in. Did I tell you my cat's anal glands ruptured? Oh my God. Don't have pets either if you're not. I don't know. <laughs> Everything was go. Everyone oh, was healthy poor until. Kenneth. Yeah, you have to wear a it's cone a for. It looks like you had three buttholes. Whoa. Cat the when you go to urgent <laughs> care, and the vet is like, we see this in cats like one out of every thousand times, and you're like, cool beans. Wow, statistically significant. I won. Kenneth, I won. You did it. I won. He's out of the cone now though, so I guess that's Aww. good. Oh, I thought have, I would like, just end on that for our podcast. Cone. No. Well, didn't he have a we soft cone? We got him a yeah. soft cone because he hated the hard one. We'll post um, a picture the... of him in um, a cone. Oh he was cute and pathetic. <laughs> also, bringing your cat over was a whole time. Oh, my God. I mean, that honestly, be... I was I was told that I had the position. I called. I was at AGU. I, had a, I was at a conference. I called my husband, told him... <laughs> Before calling my mom, I googled I if you could fly a cat to Denmark. And you did, and she Tina loves it. made it. She loves yeah. it. I, I so don't much know, natural light. I actually I had know. to Google if um, Your cat was cats okay. need vitamin D in their <laughs> eyeballs, and turns out they don't. They oh. don't. They can't. They don't absorb it that way. So, oh. also on the on the flip side of the coin, sh- there's. Um, Heated bathroom floors are much more common in Europe, and so she. Oh my does, god! She does like that very much. Thriving, thriving. <laughs> Even in the dark months, she can be warm. Oh my god! In the so shower, cool. yeah. Um. So we're not closing on our cats. Do you have anything else you want to say, or we can close on our cats? I think we should just. We always just end up the with the pet. That's true. Oh, full circle. We actually full did that. Okay. Um. Happy season two. Happy season two.